Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We're confident no matter what. We know that we can compete with These anybody. moments that I love, love the postseason. Being ready to play no matter what the situation calls for. Welcome to the NBA Playoffs. Wow! And they lead the best of seven. Three games to one. One win away from advancing to the second round. It's not over. Not even close to being old. There's nothing to celebrate. There's nothing to be really happy about. We're going home, and uh, we got to take care of business there. The close-up game is always the hardest game in the series. It's the most tiring one. we got to be ready for it, and I think we'll be ready for it. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by BNC Bank. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Kendrick Perkins, Shanae Gumake, Ramona Shelburne, Malika Andrews, and Mr. Canadian Tuxedo himself, <laughs> Richard Jefferson, in the building. Den- that's a denim suit, I y'all. Mean, Look at you. A denim suit. Did like you get it? that from Malika's closet? People would like this. You yeah, know what I'm it's good to have yeah. Perk. We missed wow. you. Know what I'm saying I can only have two people Richard. on the shirt. So sorry, Janae. You, is Perk, you, do we have a you and Zach, you guys are coming next. All right. So no, I'm, don't worry. I'm genuinely Ramona, afraid. I have too much okay. respect for you to put Thank you on you. a shirt. Thank you. As, as a mother of two, yeah, I'm not doing that to you. Yeah, this is how we live in our day to day. Let's let's get started. We no. have four well, game fives on the docket tonight. I don't even know how to transition off of that. Um, no, there is you can no have transition. Perk over to watch Button games. it back up. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, I ain't got no. Close it back up. Let's dive right in. Money on that. Let's go. Like what? I saw it on TikTok, Amazon. You can buy it. <laughs> LeBron James and the Lakers. They have a chance to advance tonight. It's been a pretty remarkable turnaround for LA, who started off two and ten this year, guys. And after they secured the seven seed, Darvin Ham wrote on the whiteboard in the locker room that analytics had given them a .03% chance to make it to the playoffs. Now they have a chance to become the first team ever to win a round after being in the play-in. The game tips at 7.30 Eastern. I can't even look yeah. in this direction anymore. Perk, what's your key to tonight's game? <laughs> the only key of every game when it comes down to the Lakers, yep. and it's definitely not the beef between Dylan Brooks and LeBron James, it's Anthony Davis, right? And we look at the inconsistency from him on the offensive end. Defensively, he has been a force. But when we get the version of Anthony Davis that we saw in game three, 
That's the AD that the Lakers need, not 12 and 11. 12 and 11 is Capella and Robert Williams number, meaning role player numbers. You're looking for a guy to be the first option. I want to see AD demand the ball offensively, be aggressive, be a force, and go out there and have one of those dominant performances. See, me, I think it's it's everyone else because I, I just don't know the level of consistency that we can depend on Anthony Davis. So if I'm looking at the Lakers, I'm going to say, is it Rory that's going to that step up and have a, a half or a game? Is it Austin Reeves? Is he going to have an outstanding half or a game? Is it D'Lo, who went on a 9-0 run after being 0 for 5 from 3? Those are the guys that I'm looking at. If the role players play well for the Lakers, I think the Lakers win because we know what we're going to get from LeBron. We, we know somewhat maybe what we get from AD. If those role players play well, then I don't think it's a problem. But the reality is is that the Grizzlies, their back is against the wall. Ooh. And they're playing at home. Yeah. And in the regular season, this is something I think that that energy will be just transformational for them. Yeah. Because they don't want to go out this way. I mean, going out to the Lakers. So it starts and ends with John Morant. Because he is the heart and soul of this squad. He uh, Two games ago, dropped 45. Last game, 19. They will need all of that and then some. And I know it's been a turbulent last few weeks for Ja, last month or so. But the reality is this is his team. It's on his own floor. They've done it consistently there. You're going to have to expect a big night for him because his energy is just contagious. I mean, he's what brings out that great defensive effort in Jaron Jackson Jr. I know he has to be careful mm -hmm. with how he takes off yeah. and lands and those things like that. But the city goes as he goes. It's going to be rocking. And it's hard for, him, for us to see him having to take a back seat in a circumstance of a matchup of this magnitude. Right. I think you said the key word there. It's energy. Mm. Okay. And Malika and I were both there at the last game. And you saw everybody walking out of that arena right. exhausted. I mean, there were LeBron James sat at his locker. I watched him. Sat at his locker for like 10 minutes, and he couldn't even put his shoes on. Mm. Like, he was so tired at the end of that game. And flat out, there was a timeout late in the game where Darvin Ham and LeBron were trying to decide whether they call a timeout or not. Darvin Ham calls timeout. First, LeBron says no. Then he says, actually, you know what? I need a timeout. And I asked him about it after the game, and right. I said, hey, what happened? And he goes, I was exhausted. Eight guys in that game played 40, yeah, 40 and this plus is, minutes. This is Eight just guys. This is just a quick turnaround. So the first three games of this series, they had right. a lot of rest. Now, after game three, it's every other day, and that's a long flight between L.A. and Memphis. Yeah, and then we talk about this roster. We talked about it when they won their play-in game. They needed to because they're an older roster who needs that time to – I can't – I still – I, I, I don't understand to, what's the big deal. To relax. Why? What? Why and like, is, so, so wait, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. Why is my picture on your <laughs> why is, That's what I want to know. Why is my picture on your Don't answer that. Item. Don't answer that. I need the best I'm thinking your face would do the best job. Why are you looking at my nipples anyway? I'm just glad <laughs> it's not me. We have another game five tonight, y'all. <laughs> Cut the mics. <laughs> Let's head to Sacramento. Why are you at my man milkers? <laughs> Warriors in the King series, my friends. It is all tied up. So far, the home team has won out. And you know what they say, a series doesn't start until the road team wins. So Golden State's road struggles, they've been well documented all year long. But another wrinkle to this one, right? De'Aaron Fox said yesterday he intends to play through a fractured index yeah. finger. Told reporters it's just about pain tolerance. Here's DeMontis Sabonis on Fox. I just know he's going to play. You know, I said, hey, you're playing. <laughs> and we're getting this game. So um, I'm happy he's playing, and that's all that matters. Oh, it's big. I mean, I think we wouldn't we wouldn't shut up if he didn't play, you know. So uh, we're, we're, we're happy he's on the court. He made a decision early, and we're good.
we're in good hands, you know. He's, 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 gonna, he's, he's gonna definitely be ready, you know. The fans are gonna help too. All right, so Sabonis says he's gonna be good to go. Fox said it's just about managing that pain. Yep. Shanae, what do you think? No, what is this no, impact no, going no, to be? No, no, no. She was looking at me, and I'm still not on this. I'm still not on this. I'm going to try to put myself together. What's so wrong? the impact is you. Everything is wrong with you. <laughs> the impact is I love how the Warriors made an adjustment. It started yep. with Draymond Green saying, hey, he pulled up to the arena, the Chase Center, as Ramona just eloquently told us a couple days ago, and was like, I'm coming off the bench mm. because I saw some value there. I saw the floor spacing. People were more comfortable getting their shots off. And guess what? Perk, you said it earlier this week. It's not where you start. It's how you finish the mm -hmm. game. And he was still on the floor getting that game-saving defensive stop. What are the adjustments for the Kings? The adjustment to me is, all right, maybe De'Aaron Fox, he may not be that same guy shooting the ball. You can't count on that, even though I do, because I know where he's from, where he's born and bred. But still, now I think, okay, maybe we think about, hey, let's run our offense through Demacis Sabonis some more. Mm. Because this is a guy who quietly was one of the top guys in a right. this year. Put him in pick and rolls. Have him initiate the offense. Have him take some pressure off of De'Aaron Fox, who I know late in games he has the ball in his hands, but early on he feels things out. Initiate and establish the bonus early, especially getting that offense going so it takes pressure off of De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, but he got to make sure he do it in, in the right fashion. Mm -hmm. And I want to dive into Sabonis because yeah. I feel like he's taking this matchup personal when it comes down between him and Draymond and him going against the Warriors trying to prove that he can actually score the basketball. And I'm watching him take these elbow jump shots. One, you're open for a reason. And don't let the Warriors bait you in to continue to fall into their trap of shooting that ball. I heard Mike Brown in his post-game interview, and he said something along the lines of, we have to learn how to make the right reads when we drive the basketball, and there's three people on us. We have to learn to kick out. He was really talking to Sabonis at that point. So I want to see Sabonis go out there and be the force on the boards that he always is, finish around the basket, but play within himself and not try to do too much. Mm. Well, look, Sabonis has just got to be aggressive, too. Like, when he catches the ball and you said he's open for a reason, you got to shoot, too. Like, he's passed up a lot of a lot of shots in this series. And I think he hasn't quite been the same after game two. He's just had 14 points, 15 points in, these ga in, the, in the two games since the incident with Draymond, and that's because he's going against the teeth of the, the Warriors defense. That's Kevon Looney and Draymond Green with Fox with Fox injured here. And I know he's going to play. He's yeah. tough. He's getting through it. But the biggest adjustment the Warriors made in that game was putting Draymond on Fox. Second half, okay? right. So what's the liability when you put Draymond on Fox? Well, Draymond gave him some space when he took the three, right? Because Draymond says, I can't get too close to you. You're going to drive by me. If you don't quite respect the three and the outside shooting as much, if there's something wrong with your finger, mm then he can stay in that spot and dare him to shoot. Not to mention this is Draymond Green's return to Sacramento after oh, he now oh, that's right. stopped. Just, you know, as little De'Aaron Fox is fine. De'Aaron Fox is fine. If any player on the Warriors, any fan yep. doesn't feel like this is not going to impact him. Ja, we saw Ja's fingers bent back. I am not saying that De'Aaron Fox is not going to impact him, but on a scale of 1 to 10, I believe De'Aaron Fox will go out there and play a game that will not be changed. Whether he makes, makes shots or miss shots, that's a different thing, but I don't think his game's going to be oh, changed. Okay, but in the regular season, this is a 1 to 2 week injury where he might need surgery to put a pin in later. Yeah, and there's an adjustment like if you have a split, you know, a splint on your hand yeah. as well. But so. listening to De'Aaron talk his yesterday. His feet okay. <laughs> <laughs> his feet okay. That man can make layups, can right. he? Right. 
right? I, I'm just I'm just saying. He's got a splint. You saw him shooting with the splint. He's going to get a few hundred shots up before the yep. game even starts with Juice that, that splint. Bad boy up. So I just think that De'Aaron Fox, if you're going to go into that game thinking De'Aaron Fox is going to be hobbled, then you saw what John Morant did and right. had 40 plus. That can't be your only game plan, particularly when he's saying, I feel pretty close to 100%. It may not be right there, but at this point he said, I feel better when I get out on the floor. Mm. I'm just going to keep looking this way. I'm going to keep making eye contact with you because I don't know what's going on over here. I do know, though, that we're not done talking about game fives. Were you able to to adjust your Queen Janet Jackson tickets, Richard? Uh, I was not oh. able to. <laughs> oh. I was not to. I was, that's a bummer. Because I, I don't want to talk about it. Still to come on NBA Today, Ice Trey. He made sure that all of us would need to because he was ice cold last night in TD Garden. What it means for the Celtics as we head back to the A for Game 6. Plus, the stage is set, my friends. Jokic and the Nuggets are going to square off against Booker and the Suns in Round 2. We have a series preview for you. By the way, your cheat sheet yesterday perfectly oh, set yes. the table for that one. Go nerds. And the Cavs, they have their back against the wall tonight in Cleveland. So Janae on why the Knicks may have found the Donovan Mitchell stopper. We'll be right back. Oh. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small. Celtics up 117 to 116 and a chance to win the game on this possession. Gets it in the backcourt. Trey against Brown. Ready for the win. There was no doubt about it. Ice is playing the game. I've been owning the moment my whole life is what I do. I'm not afraid of it. I've worked too hard to be afraid of the moment. If we lose one, we're done. So we got to keep that same energy and be ready to play when we get back home. We got to show you what Ice Trey did last night because, my goodness, brr, it was cold in there. We should have known. I mean, when the shades are coming through, the Atlanta Hawks trailed by 13 with under six Shades are not an indicator of nice play. I mean, this well, one, this was no shade here. <laughs> Look at this, like Trey. I watched this entire game because I was here in studio for the late night. At many moments, you thought, "Oh, the Celtics are going to pull this out." Nope, they took full control behind Trey Young. I think he was like a hundred percent usage rate. Unreal. We could talk about how this maybe showed some of the weaknesses that the Celtics have had all year, but I just want to focus on this incredible performance by Trey Young first, Perk. Oh, absolutely. He was straight dominant. And, and look, 
in a tag mode, but he you, he's used to these envi uh, environments. Yeah, he I mean, loves these he environments. Loves yeah. He said he likes to be the villain. Yeah. Big mistake right here, Malika. How are you going to foul a shooter that close to half court away from the basket? Zero Marcus Smart knows too much. Jalen Brown knows the mistake that was made. So to the free throw line we go, and then into the backcourt, Trey Young once again. I mean, Too this much is space. just best shot possible. You can't <laughs> do that. He's backing up. You see Jalen Brown back, backing yeah, up. Don't back up it's on that man. Really, baby. Go out of uh, from Quinn Snyder. So Atlanta gets the win. Trey Young, you mentioned it, Janae, took over in crunch time of Game 5 to stave off elimination, and Young outscored the Celtics in the final six minutes of the game, 14-8, to and one big reason for that was turnovers, right? The Celtics had four down the stretch. It set the stage for Young's dagger. Let's take a listen to John Collins. Fourth quarter time, closed game. You know, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, at this point, being with Trey my whole career, you know, I know what time it is. Like, it's, it's ice straight. <laughs> um, and he does his thing. He's clutch, and he wants to be in those moments, and uh, he wants the big shot. Uh, so it's, it's sort of normal for me to see him go into that mode uh, and do what he does. I know this is where, you know, you show what you're made of in, in moments like this. So uh, whatever you got to do, you know, recovery-wise, mentally-wise, you know, it's over with now. Ain't nothing we could do to get it back. Um, so we got opportunities in front of us, and let's not, you know, lose those opportunities. Think about, you know, what happened last game. Just got to come out and be ready for the next one. All right, taking nothing away from Trey Young's performance here. 38 points, 14, uh, 13 rather rebounds, or 13 assists, four rebounds. There we go. That's what it is. But I do want to talk about the Celtics here, Perk, because on the other side, how big is this collapse for them? What is your concern level here? Well, Malika, I actually don't want to talk about the Celtics. Oh. I actually want to take a moment of silence. Y'all follow my drift. This is live TV, bro. That's, that's for Trey Young. That's for Trey Young. Paying our respects more to Trey Young. 38-13 in the garden. No Dante Murray. And he gets the job done. But here's the thing, right? I'm sick and tired of the disrespect when it comes down to Trey Young. Like, we keep on with this movie, his Trey Young movie, and it's starting to be fiction. When are we going to start telling the true story about his career? When are we going to start appreciating what he's doing and stop disrespecting him? Look, when it comes down to Trey Young, he averaged 25, 26, and 10 this season. Last year led the entire league in total points and assists. And on top of that, we forget about what he did to the Knicks in the Garden, what Donovan Mitchell is struggling to do right now. Mm -hmm. We forget that he actually ended the marriage between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. We forget that he had Giannis and the Bucks on the brinks of actually eliminating them and going to the finals if he wouldn't have turned his ankle on the official foot. So when I think about Trey Young, who has led the Hawks three out of five years to the postseason, right, without another bona fide superstar, and we label him as a coach killer. How? When Nate McMillan wasn't supposed to get the job in the first place, he actually stepped in as an intern. He was the guy that came in, and Trey just happened to elevate his game to actually let uh, Nate get the job. So when I think about Trey and I think about what he's been doing, averaging a career, mm -hmm. uh, a career in points 25 and 9 assists, the disrespect has to stop to some point. The man is getting the job done. 
He's a bona fide superstar. He has risen to the occasion at every level, on every stage, even in the postseason. I just want to take time to appreciate and wonder when are we going to start telling the true story of his movie and stop with the fiction. Well, there was a lot of folks that were maybe doubting the Atlanta Hawks' ability to push this series even further because, get this, uh, game six is in Atlanta. It's on Thursday. And just one teeny tiny little issue here, Perk. State Farm is already booked for a Janet Jackson oh, concert. Of disrespect. And so you can see what Trey Young said. Sorry, not sorry to this legend. Hope she can be at the game now. But what's your concern level here on the Celtic side of things, Janae? Yeah, I think that we thought this season we'd see a step in maturity, especially late game, because last season a lot of it was like, oh, they made mistakes down the stretch. Oh, they were tired. But now we talked all season long, hey, all year long, hey, this is one of the deepest teams of basketball. Hey, they play great basketball on both ends. And then to see a game where they could really close things out, it, it felt like they were just, you know, shadow watching mm -hmm. and just sleepwalking through that final fourth quarter instead of you're on your home floor. Do exactly what needs to be done. So many mistakes were made that I was like, what's going on here? No timeouts being called to right. sort of regroup the team. A that is a bigger conversation of what's <laughs> happened in the playoffs. It sort of seems like people are like, learn through the fire. We've seen this in multiple games. <laughs> no, win the game. And don't call a timeout when you don't have one. But, well, yeah, that we've seen, that we have another. seen mistakes <laughs> with timeouts littered throughout this first round of the postseason. Mm -hmm. Some that cost teams games, some that were close. It, it, it's been interesting. But I will say this about the Boston Celtics. Not worried. Perk, how many games did it take you guys to win the first round when you won the championship? Took us seven. How many, how, how many games did it take you to win in the second round? Seven. Then next round? Six. Next round? Six. It can take time for people to figure this out and get going. Just because you're the one versus the eight or the two versus the seven, that don't matter. You're playing against high-level pros that are locked in, ready to go. It might take a game or two. So, for me, I don't look at this as a problem. It's things that they need to address moving forward. Right. But at least they know what they need to address. The one thing I will say is you do give Joel Embiid just a little more time, right? That's the one the one sort of silver lining of that. You give Joel just a little more time to rest up, to be more prepared. To They're not worried about available. Joel. They may not be scared of Joel, but... I would be. Um, let's get to some news now out of Houston. The Rockets, they have hired Ime Udoka as their next coach. And in late September, remember, Udoka was suspended by the Celtics for the season. Now, the Rockets, they held an introductory press conference for Udoka today. He took questions from reporters, and it was for the first time since that suspension. Take a listen. They've done their due diligence and homework on who I am as a person. I think uh, we spent quality time together, getting to know each other, and uh, we clicked pretty, pretty easily and pretty well. Um, but... You know, overall, you know, I made I released a statement months ago when everything happened, and you know, apologized to a lot of people for the tough position I put them in, and and I stand by that, and I feel much more remorse even now towards that. And so, um, you know, I spent these last this last off season uh, working on myself in a lot of different different ways, um, improving in areas, chance to sit back, reflect, and grow, and I think. Uh, that'll make me a better coach and overall a better leader. But um, the situation, the matter has been resolved, and I can't really speak much about it. So clearly, Udoka is inheriting a team that has a really bright young core here. Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Alperun Shangun, nearly $60 million in cap space heading into the offseason. But the big key is their lottery odds, right? They have a 14% chance to win the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes that is tied for the best odds in the lottery. So they clearly hired a win-now coach, Perk. What do you make of this fit for the Rockets? I actually love the hire. When you think about what Ime Udoka did with the Boston Celtics for as 
getting Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to come together on one accord and make a finals run in his first year. The thing that I love most about him is that he's going to hold guys accountable. Mm. He's going to call out his superstars. And I believe that's what you know, Porter need and Jalen Green. He also need that as well. And Jabari Smith, they need structure. Right, so you need a coach that's going to come in that is well respected about around the league for us other players. You hear about Jason Tatum, you hear Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart rave on how much they love Ime Udoka because he has that relationship and is able to speak their language in the locker room. For the Rockets, they owe a top four protected pick to OKC next year. That's thanks to the CP3 Russell Westbrook trade. So if they are feeling the pressure right, to win right now, they have clearly hired a coach who has proven to be able to come in, make an impact, and do so. All right, let's get back to the playoffs because still to come on NBA Today, the Suns and the Nuggets have officially booked their tickets to the second round. So how Devin Booker? Did something that has never been done before, Richard. Plus, speaking of guards, I think we have a new list. It's Big Perk's big list of big-time guards. That's coming up. Your You're not going to believe. Trash. Your list is trash. Y'all are not going to believe who's on it. And boy, oh boy, the Knicks, they're only one game away from advancing to the second round. Chanae breaks it all down for us. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. You could never, Richard. I couldn't. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Booker, he checked. Yeah, it was spiritual. I don't scream too much in the games no more as I got older, but when we hit that three on the top of the key, I felt the energy. doing what Book does. There were times where he was taking what the defense gave him, and then there were times where he just went, and it didn't matter. And when he's going like that, we're not calling any plays. That's just Book. You're watching NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Devin Booker, he was in his bag in Game 5, and that helped clinch the series. 47 points, 10 assists. That performance made him the first player in the league with 45 points, 10 assists in a series-clinching game. He also passed Hall of Famer Charles Barkley for the most 40-point playoff games in Suns history with six. So, Devin Booker, big perk. He didn't make the All-Star team because he missed, what, 27 games early in the season with injury. But he's playing like an all-star now. So that means we need a little bit of a list here, I think. It's time for big perks, big list yep. of big-time guards. Absolutely. And big moments, the big list. I don't know why we're saying big. Well, I get it, right, because it's big-time moments. But there's no bigs on here. It's all guards in the postseason when it matters the most. 
Coming in at number five, RJ Blue Skies, pull it up. Oh, it's down that way. Jalen Brunson. Thank this you. guy has been on a tear. When you talk about outplaying Donovan mm -hmm. Mitchell, being the best player in that series, he is the sole reason why the Knicks are up 3-1. Julius Randle has been struggling. Great offseason addition by the New York Knicks. Jalen Brunson at number five. At number four, run it. Bam! We're going with Jimmy Buckets. Wait, right? wait, wait, wait. As a guard? He is a guard. Stop stop with the stop the with the guard. Stop Last time he was all NBA forward. it was I forward. I yeah, this positionless game in Chicago, he's a shooting guard. Jimmy Butler, we saw what he done, that 56-piece wing dinner the other night against Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brooke Lopez. He has been spectacular. Bam been injured. No Tyler Hero. They up 3-1 right now. At number three, run it. Bam! <laughs> green eye assassin, light skinned brother with the green eye, Steph Curry. People think I hate him, but I don't. I actually admire him. He hates what you. He, that's fine. That's fine. He'll get over it. But what he's been doing, carrying this team, no Draymond in, in game three, and he delivered in great fashion. Steph has been struggling just a little bit, but he has been reliable. He plays with pride. People don't understand. He is on a mission again and is going to get it done at number two. De'Aaron Fox, every time. Texas boy, broken finger, whatever. He don't give a damn. He's coming out there first year in the postseason, and he has been giving the Warriors that work on a night-to-night -night basis consistently. And he does a pretty good job of being up. He don't mind defending and playing his position at number one. Let's run it. No D-Book. D-Book, leading the league in scoring right now in the postseason. Last night, I thought I was watching Kobe. The way that he was putting uh -huh. on offensive, what? The way that he was putting on that offensive clinic in the third quarter, he was spectacular. Yes, he's benefiting from having Kevin Durant, but leading the league and scoring in the postseason, he is doing his thing. They eliminated the Clippers last this night. List. Look, this list, all is these so players great. deserve to be on it. This man had one of the greatest performances in NBA history against the 3-1 team, one of the greatest set of defenders that we have seen in the last 10 years. That's what this man did. And it's the one versus eight. They had to play in to get there, and they are up 3-1. This man is tied 2-2. And they are playing against a lower seed. I know it's the defending champions, but it's 2-2. Two -two. You can how do you not have the greatest playoff performer? Uh, sit, wait, wait, how do you not have him further? I have, up a, this I have list? A He's in a tough five. I know he needs to be. He just had a 1500. Wait, wait, wait. Four titles, two MVPs, one finals MVP. Hey, wait, wait, one second. Two playoff wins. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I, I, and, and no disrespect. Right now in the no disrespect. Bay Area, but we're not, we're living in the moment. We're mm. talking about the now, not the past. Jalen Brunson what? is up 3-1. How do you have these two? De'Aaron, you've been outstanding. No, no disrespect. No disrespect. De'Aaron, the fact that De'Aaron, because, these because, two guys have had because, better performances because on their team. He's the, outplaying on, Donovan Mitchell. Because De'Aaron Fox is actually doing it against the defending champs. All right. When you're able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Steph Curry, you're speaking volumes. Bro, We're I'm going to let you guys. A top 10 greatest player of all time. Yes, they are. Devin Booker, number one on Big Perk's list. Big Book. But let's get to the team that Devin Booker and the Suns eliminated. <laughs> the Clippers. Because Kawhi Leonard 
was ruled out of that final clinching game. And then he's been diagnosed with a torn meniscus in his right knee. That's what sources confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. The Clippers and Leonard, they will decide on the course of treatment for the injury in the next two weeks. That is what our Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting. So this is just the latest major injury, right, in Kawhi Leonard's career. A bulk of those issues have been with his legs. He missed all of the 2022 season. He tore his ACL in his right knee. And then in the same leg, he's had a bunch of different issues since the initial quad injury that was back in 2016. Uh, so back here with Ramona Shelburne. Ramona, what decisions here do the Clippers have first around Kawhi and then in their offseason? Well, they only they only have two free agents, and that's Russell Westbrook and, and Plumley. But the big decisions to me are what do you do with this roster going forward? Do you just run it back and hope they're all healthy at some point? Do you make decisions about the future with Kawhi and, and Paul George having only played 41% of the games and they've got them in 2019? I mean, Steve Ballmer spent over $350 million on this team. This year, Kawhi and Paul George played 38 games together. That That's not enough. It's just not. And, and it's it, when you look at this, it's it, Ty Lue is one of the best coaches in the NBA. Facts. He signed a big contract when he first came in. But if you ask him to coach this team again, that you have a decision to make. Do you, do you ask him to coach that team with just one more year on his contract? He has one year, and then a, there's a team option on that last year. This is a year you have to decide, is Ty Lue, you're going to ask him to coach a team? Do you give him a, another extension, empower him, don't send him into next year with this same roster with a contract where he would basically be in the last year of a contract? Mm. Ramona, thank you. So while the Clippers are going home, the Nuggets, they are the team that is moving on. So it's time for putting in work presented by Upwork because Nikola Jokic, he recorded his eighth career postseason triple-double, posting 28 points, 17 rebounds, and 12 assists, while his running mate Jamal Murray scored a game-high 35. The Nuggets got the win, 112-109, to advance to the second round for the first time in the last five seasons. So the Nuggets, the Suns, they took care of business in their first-round series, but Caesars gives the edge to the Suns. That's despite not having home court advantage. The two teams split their season series, but the Suns wins. They didn't face Nikola Jokic in either one of those games. So this series, it gets started on Saturday. We have some sad news now that we get to in the NBA. Heather Walker, the vice president of public relations for the Celtics, died on Wednesday morning following a nearly two-year battle with cancer. The Celtics released a statement on her passing, saying in part, quote, Heather Walker was a boundlessly charismatic, giving, and selfless soul. As anyone who knew her could attest, her abundant positive energy and kindness should not be mistaken for any lack of fortitude or determination when such qualities were required. Each of these attributes were on display through the best days of her life and remained intact, sharpened even, when she encountered her cruel diagnosis. Heather was just 52 years old. NBA Today will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Game four, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca, hype, and the New York Knicks answered the call. Jalen Brunson, 29. Brunson, a three-pointer. It's good! R.J. Barrett, 26. 
goes at Osman again, falling away. Shot is good. RJ Barrett back. You want to know how it's done? They showed you. Hart goes right at Allen. Layup. It's good. Back out for Brunson. History. The Northern crowd has gone bonkers here. New York Knicks, one victory away from advancing to the Eastern Conference semifinals. New York stand up. New York stand up. New York stand up. One to go. and Blue Skies. Stephen A's Knicks have a chance to advance for only the second time in the last 22 seasons. So let's dive into this a little bit further. And for that in our home court advantage series, we are joined by our ABC7 lead anchor, Ryan Field. Ryan, thank you so much for spending some time with us. We saw the garden absolutely rocking, matching Stephen A's energy last weekend. What are you expecting tonight as they have a chance to close this all out? I'll tell you what, Stephen A encapsulated Nick's excitement for their fans uh, perfectly, as he tends to do. I mean, look, they've only advanced to the second round. They haven't done it since uh, 10 years ago. So this, this fan base, as we've seen in the last two games outside Madison Square Garden, where they basically had to close down the streets because they've been celebrating these big wins in game three and game four. This fan base has just been dying for something to celebrate. And they know, Malika, this is a team that is better than it was two years ago. So they feel like they have a chance to really make some noise in this postseason and it starts uh, with a chance to close out the Cavs here tonight in Cleveland. I know that there was an extra little emotional charge right coming into this series because Donovan Mitchell was the, the, the subject of so much talk in connection with the New York Knicks and obviously they end up with Jalen Brunson whose success has been inextricably linked right with New York and vice versa. How would you though sum up the impact that he has made on this team? I think you saw it in game four when he had 29 points, hitting a couple of huge threes down the stretch, a game that Julius Randle finished on the bench, spent the entire fourth quarter on the bench, had just seven points. The Knicks wouldn't have won this game in the playoffs two years ago. Jalen Brunson has been a steadying force. He set career highs multiple times this season, including a 48-point piece against the Cavs, in fact, last month. So he has certainly been, you could argue, one of, if not the most impactful free agent signings in the NBA. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. I know this game tonight is in Cleveland, but I, I used to live right over there. I can only imagine what 7th Avenue is going to look like if the Knicks end up winning this one. Thank you again for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. All right, let's get a little bit more into this matchup because we have a cheat sheet from Janae Gumake brought to you by Bet MGM. Janae, take it away. You heard it. New York, stand up. Orange and blue skies, baby. Uh, the city that never sleeps finally has a leading man in Jalen Brunson. Now, he may not be Fashion Week flashy, getting ready for the Met Gala, but when he is in ISOs, isolation possessions, the results are usually straight buckets. Mm. As a 6'2 point guard, JB is fourth in ISO scoring this postseason, and he does do it with a little bit of flair. Now, let's look at this matchup. The reason why he's able to cook is because this is a like-size matchup. Look at the size and specs. Very similar going up against Darius Garland, but he's able to use that push-off. He's been shooting 45% on contested shots. He creates his own space. It's still contested, but this is just natural. You kind of think maybe you should double him based on how productive he's been, especially after things like this. I mean, getting into his package with the ball handling. He's a lefty shooter contested on the right. That should be able to be deflected, but he's been in his bag. Now, let's switch over to the point guard on the other side because Donovan Mitchell, I mean, the Cavs, they will not go down without a fight. He has to take things personally, so take a listen to this. 
at the end of the day, like I said, I've had probably the second or third worst playoff game in my career. I didn't show up for my guys. Like, ultimately, like, you know, everybody did their job. You know, we had our faults as a group, but, you know, ultimately I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And, you know, I take that, and I got to just be better. Starts with me. Um, being honest, you know, um, I just have to be better. I have, I have to be better. We all know what Donovan Mitchell is capable of, and we know he can play better. But this is why defense and matchups matter in the playoffs, especially with a guy like Josh Hart guarding him. Spiders just is making 36% of his shots when being guarded by Hart. That has to change to get back in this series. Let's take a look at this stellar defense. Director Kathy, thank you for running it. All right, watch this right here. He is active, almost near half court, still pressuring, has a good awareness to be like, all right, I'm out out there let me go under the screen he's like oh no 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 let me let me stay with him we're not switching very physical at the point of attack and he keeps the ball active defensively by keeping his hands and getting so many deflections things are not comfortable Josh Hart Jalen Brunson those bros uh, from Nova they've been doing their thing and it's been really impressive to see New York have new life New York, new life. New York, you know new life. Yeah. yeah. New York state of mind for a New York minute. We, 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 yeah, we, we keep them going. Still to come on NBA Today. Will Jimmy have another historic performance? Or can Milwaukee stop him and avoid elimination? I literally cannot believe those words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> right? We have answers to those questions on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. What if I relocate? State Farm's there to help. What if a fan gets relocated? Thanks for having me. Thank you. And actually, before we go, some news just in. You've been traded from the Bulls to the Knicks. How does that feel? Who been traded? I'm, I can't, I'm a fan. Don't call my agent. This, this is, this is blasphemy. Who, what did they trade me for? Like a couple first rounders? Somebody named Larry. Can we find a famous fan? Who is Larry? At State Farm, we're there for your what ifs. This may be the greatest playoff performance any heat player. I'm just hooping, playing basketball the right way. Nobody home! Miami Legion for the first time tonight! I love the competitive aspect of it. This is where all the like, best players, they just they show up and they show out. The eight-seeded Heat, they shot the Bucks and take a three games to one lead in this best of seven series. I really still haven't wrapped my head around the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks trail three games to one to the Miami Heat. How worried are you, Perk, about the Bucks here? Wrapping your head, that's a lot of rapping. <laughs> 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 you can't talk about the bobblehead, bro. You can't talk about the bobblehead. Hi, everybody. Welcome to NBA Today. You understand? I had to get extra fabric for this shirt. Oh. If we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Yo. What happened? What's up? A little scary. You can't talk about the Bucks without bringing me on. You got the whole crew over there. Thanks for inviting me. I'm back in boring old Connecticut. You guys get to live it up. In LA, how's everybody doing? Everybody doing well? Having Better fun discussing the biggest guys. games in the I love your coat, Sunday big night. guy. I love your your jacket. We're matching blue. Our shirts are a little different, but you look outstanding. Well, Richard, you got to you got to get yes. him one of, one of your shirts. But uh, Zach, since you're here, I presume to talk about Miami and Milwaukee. How worried are you about the Bucks? 
Let me up the nerdy factor a little yes. bit because we're all been talking about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy's unbelievable. Giannis is playing through pain, all that. Here's what I'm looking for tonight. Something interesting from game four, that incredible comeback slash collapse, however you want to phrase it. The Bucks, when they won the title, they discovered our best offense is Giannis as a screener. Giannis as a rim-running center. Chris Middleton, Giannis, pick and roll. That's our crutch. That's our go-to play. We barely saw that at all in game four when they needed it the most. Giannis only set nine ball screens the whole game. That's one of his lowest totals of the season. In fact, they flipped it around and used him as a pick-and-roll ball handler with Brooke Lopez screening for him. And that worked for a while until Jimmy Butler decided, let me ruin this too by getting in on that play. And I just wonder, is that because they've lost faith in Chris Middleton as a ball handler? He hasn't been quite the same guy this year. Is it because Giannis is playing through a lot of pain and setting picks is putting yourself in the path of pain? Is it just because that Giannis Lopez pick-and-roll was working so well? The Bucks seem to have kind of lost mm. that core piece of their offensive identity when they really, really needed it in game four. And now their margin for error is nothing. And like you guys are talking about wrapping things around people's heads, <laughs> it's astonishing that the other day felt like Giannis is back. Okay, their playoffs yeah. are starting. This is the Vegas favorite. They could end tonight if they don't find themselves or if Jimmy Butler decides to just end them again. Zach, thank you for stopping by just to make sure you blessed us with that knowledge. I think me and my tiny head are both picking the Milwaukee yeah, Bucks to win tonight. Yeah. But my hair is here to win. The shirt is very different. Uh, than we'll be back in just 60 seconds. We wear the same hat size. <laughs> NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank, rooted in communities big and small. All right, let's revisit some of the biggest news of the day. Kawhi Leonard has been diagnosed with a torn meniscus in his right knee. That's what sources confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. Now, the Clippers and Leonard decided, will decide, rather, on a course of treatment within the next couple of weeks, according to our Adrian Wojnarowski. Richard, I know you have thoughts on this. Well, you know, for me, I, I, I know. Like, there's been so much said about Kawhi over the last, like, couple of days with him sitting out in the postseason. The man has a torn, the man has a torn meniscus, mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do. I don't like hearing people say that the Clippers should make him retire. I don't like hearing people say that Kawhi should re retire because it's nobody's place to tell a player when to retire. That is not our job. That's not our place. When I look at guys like Derrick Rose, who went through horrific injury after injury, and all he did was keep battling back, yep. put up a 50-point, tears in his eyes. When I look at guys that are battling back all the time, Isaiah Thomas battling back. When I look at Victor Oladipo, I was doing the game, and Victor Oladipo tears his patella tendon, and he's had been through injury and after injury. We can't sit up here in this position and ever tell a player when it's done. In my opinion, that's not our place. Should the Clippers try and figure out something, maybe move on? Yes. But to say that we should try and convince Kawhi to retire, the Clippers should get him to retire, I think that that is inappropriate. I think it's kind of disrespectful because players go through these things. We all have injuries. Perk Torres ACL. We all have these things. So to question a person, I can understand you could question other things. 
But the question, should he play? Should the Clippers bring him back? I don't think it's anybody's place in the media to ever tell a player that they should retire. It's just a bummer, right, because of what we expected yep. for mm -hmm. this team, the things we were looking forward to for this team, and to see Kawhi continue to be affected, not only with you know the quad injury yep. a couple of years ago, and then the knee, and the knee again. This is someone we want to see out there, a player yep. that we would like to see at his pinnacle, his peak again. Uh, you know who is at their peak, their pinnacle? Uh, Paolo Ban. Caro, newly minted rookie of the year. Shout out my dog Mosley. Here I am today. This is obscene. You're welcome. No, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Oh my God, new.